0: RPG for You and Me presents Neon Heat, a duet actual play podcast using the Savage World system in our custom science fantasy setting. Thank you for listening, and welcome back to Caldonics.
1: Previously on Neon Heat, Athena approaches Anji with the intent of coming clean about her status as a Prisme. After a moment that lasted lifetimes on a razor's edge, Athena managed to talk Anji down after she made her slightly sloppy reveal. The more the alloy is discussed, the more Athena has a sinking feeling in her gut. But maybe, just maybe, she has another friend in her corner now.
0: The scene opens with a point-of-view shot, staring at a wide double door in a relatively long but narrow room with a glowing orange cylinder of Corey that runs from the floor to the ceiling. Standing next to it is Athena. From the first-person point-of-view, we see a pair of hands gesticulating and then a familiar voice that we haven't heard for some time. This is an unexpected... Surprise. I'm glad to see that you're up and about. Oh yeah. In good health.
1: Mm-hmm. Better than earlier.
0: And yet I can't help but detect a note of anxiety, perhaps? Well,
1: yes. She taps her fingertips together a couple times. I I gotta go, go uh, come clean with Roth about a couple things because I might need him in when I go to the Alloy very shortly to, uh, you know, fight for lives like she hooks a thumb between their bodies back and forth.
0: The angle shifts 90 degrees, and we can see a long shot of the room, a profile of Athena, and sitting opposite her at the desk of the Oculus is Silas Vaz, who has a concerned look on his face. You want to come clean with Roth after everything we went through to adjust the situation in our favor?
1: Yeah, and that's why I'm here to talk to you about it. Is there any way I could spin it to keep you not involved? I can be your straw man, just fucking light me up, you know? I'm gonna need some power players behind me to go in there. I don't know what else to do, unless you have a better idea and I don't need Ross. well... That'd be hunky-dory by me. Um, You are so much smarter than me. Anything, any ideas.
0: What are you going into the alloy for? Why are you going to speak with them in the first place?
1: Because I'm technically representing us, and they're killing us, and we need them to stop uh, doing that.
0: You're technically representing us? You're you're making many leaps of logic that you're you're assuming I know about things that you're I, right.
1: It has been a hot sex. Really don't, here. and
0: I'm quite okay. concerned about mm-hmm. it. W- w- why don't you give me more,
1: uh, Athena? Now understanding that there are several uh, gaps of knowledge, we get shots of Athena pacing the office as he watches, and she explains about the situation at Prism. You know, minus the location, the entanglements there, how Halarishi has been warden over the Prisme that Silas and Athena are Prisme, and that's what they're being called.
0: I was hoping that your time off might allow you an opportunity to ease back, get more of a handle on yourself, Oh, I
1: am. Or... <laughs> I'm doing great, she says with a hand
0: up in the air. You wanna roll me a performance? <laughs> yeah. Not that you're not, but I, I wanna see how well Athena sells this.
1: Oh, um, my before. A seven.
0: You'll blow up an eight into an eight. Damn it! Into a one, 17. Fucking Silas. What does Silas actually glean from this? Is it just like he can tell that she's definitely fucking tired and emotionally wrecked? and
1: I think she's more physically wrecked than emotionally wrecked in this moment because the tired has taken over.
0: Athena, I have seen you pull through some truly extraordinary circumstances so Thank far. Thank you. So I hesitate to measure your condition on the same level as the average person but you you seem a bit frazzled
1: <laughs> uh, I, I surely am so
0: you found a group of them being what led by this Rishi. you're representing them to the alloy yeah. why to the alloy what do they have to do with any of this okay
1: with a a rolling of her hands, Athena tries to patchwork together an explanation about the situation with the Alloy and the Sweepers versus Prisme in the city and Dakira being an Alloy member who's now missing.
0: And how have you... where did you determine all of this? Oh
1: god, who even remembers at this point? How have you been?
0: Silas so takes a, a deep breath and blows it out. Rubs the bridge of his nose near his eyes, pushing his glasses up as he does so before letting them fall back. I've been trying to assist with citywide security, catching up on some things I dropped the ball on, so to speak, during the past several months, and a few select side projects. Oh, yeah. I've sent additional inquisitors to the surface.
1: That is not a bad
0: call. Oh. That's just smart, getting more eyes up top. I think it's important to see, now more than ever, what is happening beyond the borders of our city. The situation here is troublesome, but if we can gain new perspective or new allies, it might allow us more wiggle room. So, I've been busy, let us say. He sits back and he's more clean like he looks physically healthier than he has since you returned to the city, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. But you found more like us. And truthfully, how are they? Are they coherent, functional?
1: Absolutely. Healthy? I mean, one of them's kind of a bitch, but you know.
0: But they're not ravening creatures.
1: No, I think when Regulation was having that issue, cleaning up the remnants of what Troy left behind was just because the chain snapped and they were they weren't oriented. Grappling with a certain amount of freedom they never had and it was directionless and it made him kind of feral for a short time but they're doing really really well. Good.
0: Good. I'm glad to hear that.
1: How are you feeling? I mean, you look you look great. You look like you're, you know, getting solid 2 hours a night.
0: <laughs> well, I try from what I can. Thank you. I've, I I'm feeling much better than I have in a long time.
1: Have you unearthed any fun new abilities?
0: I'm working on it. Mm Mm-hmm. It takes practice, time, solidarity. Oh, yeah. I've been working on ways in which I might be able to expand my current psionic repertoire with a heightened reservoir of possibility, let's say.
1: Now, If anybody can do it, it'd be you.
0: Why, thank you. So... You want to come clean with Roth. Yeah. About what exactly?
1: I mean, I think we need need to tell him everything, right? We See, Roth flies off the handle when Roth finds stuff out that he should have known a long time ago. Now, I don't know who plucked all the info about what happened with Joel out of his brain. Maybe it was Jax. Maybe it was the ally member who cheesed it. But it's probably... Oh, maybe I don't need him. Maybe I just go in there by myself. You know.
0: What do you think, Roth would do if we told him everything? Let's let's think it through. If we told him everything, including what transpired a month ago and removing or altering certain events mm-hmm. as has happened in the past, uh, wh- what do you expect will occur? His reaction. If it's poor, what will you do? We don't have a font of energy here this time. Are we going to endure those consequences? What if he becomes violent? What if he court-martials you?
1: Yeah, what if?
0: I know you need allies, Athena, but I... I don't know if we can trust Roth.
1: Right now, regulation's operating at a fourth of its capacity. Just ticking off here. The Proctor has brain holes. The Delegate has brain holes. Roth might as well be a piece of old salami that you can just poke holes through the olives in it.
0: I think that's a bit extreme.
1: Is it? Yes. He had his brain mushed up before I even got here. He made his little hat.
0: Yes, and I adjusted things for him. I made everything. He's He's been in very good spirits.
1: That's great, but he doesn't know that we're fighting wars on like three different fronts.
0: Well, that's true.
1: Could you imagine how much better we'd be doing if he did? We could could organize.
0: We could be, or we could be dead or jailed. (laughs) This is my point, Athena. You're thinking on the bright side. I need to think the opposite way. We need to cover all of our bases. This isn't a snap decision to be made when you're fatigued. I'm fine. Yes, I can tell. Listen, far be it from me. I can't stop you. Obviously, I can't. I've never been able to stop you or talk you out of doing something that you want to, so... Obviously, this is just my opinion, and it's a concern one. Now, yes, you're correct, we we are low on resources, we are low on allies. I don't know what a better solution is, but if you're specifically going to speak with the Alloy, and the Alloy apparently wants to destroy Prisme, and you want to take Roth with you, do you think Roth is going to be on your side? After everything he's seen, after what you experienced at his hands in the tunnels, after the way he treated you, you think he's not going to agree with the alloy? So what the fuck do I do, Silas? What do I do? He shrugs and puts his hands up. I don't know, Athena. I'm looking for more answers, looking for information.
1: How did Joel do this stuff? He was so good with people. And there are a lot of people that I need to be good with.
0: Joel was... he was a people person. He was friendly. He could throw down when he needed to, but he was amicable. He didn't ruffle many feathers. He was very go-with-the-flow. Not that you're not, of course, but they're a bit different. What are you going to do with the alloy if... I mean, obviously your ideal situation is they stop hunting Prismay, and you can reconcile or find an alternate solution or something, right? Am I, what do you want?
1: They're defensive about it, right? Because through my stellar investigations, Arrow are kind of Spectrum too. sometimes. Not always, but they just kind of get pulled out of the same soul goop as Spectrum emerge from because you know they're powered by Corey
0: his eyes narrow thoughtfully as he's listening to you but he does not interrupt
1: he looks thoughtful
0: so Arrow and Spectrum are similar the same just there's a th- connection
1: I, they're similar but they're similar enough that the Alloy's getting a bit edgy about us because if I, I, I think it's partially in self-defense right We're dangerous. Oh, they might be dangerous. And they've had to fight an uphill battle since they started.
0: Self-preservation is as old a reason as anyone needs to fight to be defensive. So if we can broker peace between the alloy and the spectrum, it would cut down on the amount of violence, I suppose. We could recruit more Prisme or... Whatever. The alloy is notoriously insular.
1: Which is why it's a big deal that I can even go in there. This is important, and I have to get it right.
0: I don't know very much about how the error created or at what rate or anything like that. I always presumed it was based on available resources. Maybe that's not the case, but...
1: Mm-mm. We're probably not supposed to know.
0: What if that were a solution? for pushing back against Alaricorp. What do you mean? I mean, we convince the Alloy to increase production.
1: Silas, we can't be asking a group of people that's already marginalized up on the surface to go up to the surface and fight visibly and make themselves more of a target. Because the higher-ups at Alaricorp almost assuredly know about their status within our city, but the regular people up there are just going to see us Sending a bunch of mechs up there to slaughter people because that's how a is going to spin it. Their news cycle is 24 hours and it would be more hours a day if they physically could. I think we need more precision strikes than grand amassed power, you know.
0: No, I, I completely agree, but sheer numbers, force, is not something to dismiss out of hand.
1: I don't think we can go after Olericorp proper until we deal with Kumitama.
0: I don't know if we can ever go after Olericorp. I'm simply thinking of our position, a show of strength.
1: Silas, I don't think there's a dynasty that can't be toppled with the appropriate pressure.
0: He smiles at that. I've always enjoyed that about you. What? You don't take no for an answer. You're not afraid to push back. You're not afraid to take on the impossible odds. It's admirable. I hope it doesn't get you killed, but it is admirable and I will do whatever I can to help you in that endeavor.
1: I did put go-getter on my resume. Do you think I should update that?
0: (laughs) You should update it to get-gotter. That's not very snappy. I don't deal with words. (sighs) Okay, so if you're going to talk to Roth, I would appreciate knowing for certain before you do just in case he decides to come and smash my head through a wall, because I'd quite like to not be here if that's going to be
1: the mm, case. Mm-hmm. That's fair, that's fair.
0: Or at least to clear the vicinity just in case. Is there anything that I can do to assist you with this in the meantime? You're meeting with the Alloy.
1: Do you want to come be my big character witness? <laughs> I'm sure that'd go over great. Oh yeah, you know who's gonna vet for this Prisme, uh, this other Prisme, who's also a spy master. I want to help people, and this is a a, a a group of people that aren't gonna get help from anywhere else.
0: I quite agree. If you would like for me to come as a character witness, of course I'm willing to.
1: They're gonna clock your ass the second you're in there.
0: Like. They're going to punch me, or...?
1: Oh, bad phrasing. No, uh, the sweepers can see it in people. I see. Just because, you know, it's it's another source of energy, and it doesn't always look like your natural corey. and, I mean, my quarry's naturally yellow, and I got some purple hanging out in me. I see. So, I mean, you probably wouldn't know what color your OG is.
0: Psionics don't have any kind of physical form, so, no, I'm afraid I don't.
1: Never mind, it doesn't matter.
0: Okay. If you want character witness, I will, of course, come with you. Having me there might make it less likely that we would both be killed on sight, I would think. But it would also, if they can see for certain, tip the hand to show that I'm more directly involved. Well, subterfuge can sometimes be a boon.
1: I just, I don't know. I don't know, Silas. Athena bereft of her companions is feeling a uh, mite more visually concerned about this whole situation. She's just got her head thunked into the corey cylinder until she like remembers who else had their head thunked into Oof. the corey cylinder. And then she measuredly gets up, just starts walking circles around it, looking at the ceiling, rolling her hands, trying to just... yeah.
0: I'm going to say something that I hope you'll take as a devil's advocate thought and not a personal one. I love it when statements start like that. Of course. So far, your plan is to go into the Alloy Embassy with Arrow, and you're going to trust that they are on your side about this. Has it occurred to you that this could be a trap?
1: Of course it's occurred to me it could be a
0: trap. I just need to ask. Well, now that you've told me about it, if you disappear or something, at least I know where to start looking. Mm-hmm. That was half a joke, I'm sorry. Not very good at humor.
1: No, no, you're a crack up. She says, squinting off into the big orange wall.
0: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get ready for that. <laughs> no, get ready for that. <laughs> Will you forget the head <laughs> fucking thing? When you make up your mind, please let me know
1: just don't tell Roth about the tunnel stuff and tell Roth about the before stuff with Joel.
0: You've shared the specifics of all the Joel stuff with Silas.
1: Yeah, she'll lay out what she's learned. Still leaving Azalea out of it, I think, but the process that led up to Joel dropping himself like a big old thought bomb and that negotiation came first, but then there was a boom. I mean, what are the odds, right? Would that shatter his current veil?
0: The mind is a complicated thing, Athena. He has an innate augmentation designed around blocking and restricting psionics that I was able to overwhelm with pure force by using a font of energy. Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything with his past. It's possible that it could cause a chain reaction. What's well, possible? Nothing could happen. The mind is a labyrinth and a puzzle. So maybe something, maybe nothing. But... The process of unearthing memories is more likely to cause disruption. If you remember one thing, then it gives you greater context and it might cause you to think about other things. Athena, I... I trust that Phosius Roth cares about this city and the safety of its inhabitants. But I also fear his power.
1: Physically or socially?
0: Both, to some extent. More physical, of course. He's an old hat. He has many contacts. His word will carry weight. If you take him to the alloy, I can't imagine that they can dismiss that out of hand. And I would hope or expect that the likelihood of overt physical conflict would drop substantially. If you can convince him to. And if he doesn't start physical conflict himself. Mm.
1: He did try to punch my throat through a wall. Well,
0: you did lie to him at every step.
1: Mm. She sucks her tooth and looks up at him with the hand on her
0: hip. I know my hands are quite red. (sighs) I would love to trust Athena. I just, I'm in the wrong line of work for that. Although I am glad that I trusted you. Yeah. It's worked out so far. It's all we can hope for.
1: Well, I'll just have enough interpersonal trust for both of us and see where it gets me.
0: Well, then I think I will go home for the day.
1: All right, get out of here.
0: You're in my office. Well. You go first. Fine. She walks out right behind you.
1: As Athena and Silas exit the office, the camera shifts into the orange pillar of Corey, which resolves itself as the fluttering of a cape as Athena walks through the Shazad tunnels. cape being flung by an aspirant trying out the new wardrobe they requisitioned but as the cape flutters it reveals athena walking hurriedly through the back tunnels and labyrinths below the shard to get back to lizette's office and her eyes are just locked on the ground in front of her furrowed brows and considering the weight of the decision she's gonna have to make today until her eyes flick up because she's heard a pat, pat, pat of quiet footfalls coming her way.
0: You contacted Tuca and she met you here. And she races up to you and almost pounces on you, giving you a massive hug, just squeezing you with her skinny arms.
1: Oh yeah, Athena does one of those twirl intercepts where like she swings Tuca's little legs around and her tail is trailing in a circle and she just hugs her real tight. Oh, <sighs> I'm so glad you're okay. Holy shit.
0: I'm so glad you're okay.
1: I am a lot swishier.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look, you look better. I'm just glad you're all in one piece. I heard Lizeth got hurt. Heard. Oh, yeah, definitely been better, but she's getting there. You know, she'll she'll be fine. She just needs a little time. If you need to talk to her, she she better at listening right now. But
1: okay, okay, yeah. All right, come on. I'll go. I'll come. Whichever way. Let's let's do it. Yeah. Athena's feeling a lot more
0: worried. She leads you back into Lizeth's office. Her low-light dojo smells like wrestling mats. It's got a few training dummies, an array of different weapons, some quarry crystals poking out of the walls. The desk has been pushed to one side, and there's just a massive bed here. On it is Lizeth, propped up in a sitting position, a book open in one hand. There are a lot of bandages that you can see. As you get deeper into the room, even in the low light, you can tell that most predominantly, she is missing her left arm from the forearm down to the hand. Just gone.
1: Does that make sense why she was only turning the page with one hand, huh?
0: She's got a swath of acid burns all over her body, mostly from the chest up, all over her torso, going up her neck, including her right eye, which has been... Splashed, and the the scales there are all splotchy and melted, as well as some of the crystal shards through her body. But when you guys enter the room, she looks up, folds the book closed with one hand, and tosses it to the end of her bed. Hey, Lizeth. Hey, it's good to see you. I'm glad you made it out okay.
1: What happened?
0: Oh, well, you know, we had to fight Akira, so...
1: It, it followed you?
0: Yeah. that's <coughs> okay, it was a tiny one. That just caught us by surprise. You killed it though, right? Uh, nah, it got away. Shit. But I put a few holes in it, I could tell you that much. Good. It's a little harder fighting them out in the wild, especially if they get the drop on you like that. Bad terrain, you know, they can crawl everywhere. Fuck. But I got Tuka and Ammo out okay, so I was just glad it wasn't falling you two, you wouldn't have. You're tough, Sidaris, but I don't I'm not kind of tough. I don't think... Not on your own, probably. Although, from what people have told me, you did some good work in the tunnels a month ago.
1: Well, uh, just one little guy.
0: Oh, somebody said there was a much, uh, bigger one. Scalacchino?
1: Uh, yeah, I did do that. She scratches her neck. Yeah, Sometimes I'm... angles of descent are kind.
0: Yeah, gravity's a bitch. <coughs> oh, sorry. It's okay, um... The back of her right side of her jaw is also like a little melted shut. So she's more talking out the left side of her mouth right now.
1: Well, I should just—I should just leave you to it. <laughs> uh, you came
0: here for a reason. I'm not made of glass, sitters.
1: Well, I don't—I don't think you're in the right visuals to be going around the city and perceived. You know. <laughs> you well, know. yeah,
0: but you didn't tell me what you want yet.
1: I—I'm I'm going to go talk to Ross about what I am. Because uh, I'm going to the alloy, and I I think I might need somebody higher up in the structure than me to vouch for me. Unless you'd like
0: to, but I mean,
1: I figured you you got you'd want to rest, and I've, I've already I can't ask you to do anything else.
0: It's my city as much as yours, Sidaris. If it's something I can help with, I'll do it. Unless you think it's going to hurt your chances.
1: I don't, I don't know what to do. I, I, I can't. I can go in there just with me. I don't know how well that would go. I haven't done a lot of stuff like this before. I've done a little bit here and there, just like nebulously existing in my grandfather's orbit for my whole life, seeing how he does things. But I also think that his style of negotiation is a bit stale, and a bit ineffective. And I just want to help people, and I don't know like if if i fail this right people like me are going to be fucked in the city going forward 100% i think i i just this is this is the the fulcrum point right it could swing either either way this pendulum could go and it's all up to me and i just want to do a good job
0: you put your heart into everything you do so if you succeed or you fail it's going to be spectacular either way right <laughs> I don't know you uh, you got a a much better handle on this than anybody else I think. You're more involved at least in the different sides. I <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around everything. My job is looking out for well most of your normal citizens. Making sure that gate stays closed and that all that crap in the tunnels doesn't make its way up here and finish us. I mean, there's a lot involved. So, I don't have as much know-how with what goes on inside the city, if I'm being honest. Well, I can't just go
1: tell Tan everything.
0: Yeah, I don't think that'd go well.
1: I do not think so, either. I like Tan, but he can be a bit of a pill. He's not exactly my biggest fan right now, anyway.
0: I don't know, Sedaris. I don't know what the right move is. I want to help people, too. But... Not everything's going to come out quick and easy. Not always. You can hope for the best, but you got to plan for the worst. If you want my support, you got it. Toka can be my envoy, and I'll give her a token of my approval.
1: That could be good.
0: Done. She reaches into a side table that's next to the bed there, opens it with a creak, rummages around for a minute, and then pulls out a small necklace. It's got a hanging shard of quarry crystal on it, and there are a number of trophies clearly taken from beasts of the tunnels. A scale, claw, a fang. The crystal itself is clear, transparent, but then she holds it. The crystals protruding from her body glow with that yellow-orange light, and then the crystal glows with the same energy. She holds it out. Can you make me a notice? Yeah. Five. Five. Looks really similar to Isaac's.
1: No shit.
0: At least conceptually. The locking mechanism appears to be identical.
1: You didn't know any Russos, did you? Athena says while she's holding the necklace.
0: Uh, it's a family name. I don't know if I'm familiar with any personally. I think it goes back a couple generations, maybe. I was just wondering. Tuka will walk forward and take the necklace. Yeah, that's for Tuka to hold takes it in her clawed hands and examines it with big blue eyes before tucking it away in a safe pouch.
1: Are they slightly reverent?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay, yep, okay.
0: I'm gonna go go get some stuff done. This is uh, is probably the part where I'm supposed to say something official or inspiring, but...
1: You know, I don't need anything inspiring. Roth, yes, no?
0: What about him?
1: Should Should I involve him in this? I don't know a single person on this earth with
0: more clout than him. I've known Photius a long time. He loves the city, he loves the people. He does not like outsiders. He doesn't like being kept in the dark. So I can't imagine he's going to enjoy what you did.
1: What if I save that for a later time?
0: I would say he's probably going to feel like you used him in the meantime and Showed yeah. him in when it was convenient for you, which casts you in a bad light. Sure does. He's not uh, unknown to be forgiving, but he's, he's slow to forget. He's slow to forget slights. You'll never have his trust if he doesn't think you're being honest.
1: But you were there with Azalea, same as me. Roth went there and he f- he flipped out. Yeah. So what if that happens again? Because, like, I, I want to trust Roth, but I don't know if he's just a powder keg that's too volatile to go into a negotiating room right now.
0: Everything you said is a reasonable concern. He's a good man. He can have a temper. When it blows up, boy, is there collateral damage. It doesn't happen often, but... I don't know. You're going to have to make this call. I can't make it for you. Could be good? Could be bad, could be somewhere in between. Probably going to be somewhere in between. Uh, Okay. I admire what you're doing. It's hard caring about people and having to be the one that makes the hard decision.
1: I'm just trying to do my best.
0: It's all we can ask. I hope it goes well for you.
1: Well, I'm sure you'll hear if it doesn't.
0: (laughs) Maybe when you come back, your name should be the Fulcrum. Oh, that's not bad. Gotta get that pendulum thing going. She raises her good hand to you in farewell. Tuca, hold on a second. I gotta talk to you. Lucina
1: hip checks Tuca to get her to turn around. Says, I'll just be outside.
0: All right. And she walks over to Lizeth. They wait till you leave the room to start speaking. Are you going to try to listen to what they're saying? Oh my
1: God, yes. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go ahead and make me a notice roll.
1: She's not doing anything too overt, but... Sure. You know, she's just so curious. Fine.
0: Well, uh, I rolled a four with Lizeth on her stealth, and she definitely has some wound penalties <laughs> in there, so that's, uh, that's a success.
1: Athena is just standing to the side of the door. Her ear is canted just ever so slightly towards where she understands the sound will bounce. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all like Lizeth is quiet.
0: With a regular success, you catch snippets of it, pieces missing here and there. Keep the token with you. It should keep you safe. If Roth takes it bad, he should be fine. I don't think he'd hurt you. If you're in the embassy and it goes bad, don't go down with the ship. You get out of there, we can make sure you're protected. I know you ever want to leave your friends, but part of being a Cassian is knowing that sometimes you got to live to find another day. And it's a hard choice to make. I'm real proud of you, Toki. I know your daddy would be, too. And just remember, you remember what that lady said about your uncle. You make it through this so you can find him. And you can find out what he did and make him pay for it. Your daddy might not want that. But I know you do. And sometimes... Sometimes revenge is all it's on the menu.
1: Lizette's rad as hell.
0: You hear Tuka's voice very soft, but not the distinct words. Mm-hmm. And then she comes out a minute later. All right. Let's go. Yeah, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
1: All right, let's go crush this. Punches Tuca's shoulder light. Punches her with her her fleshy hand, you know.
0: Tuca gets a smirk and looks sideways at you and then socks you right back a little harder.
1: Athena and Tuca walk and talk. Uh, Athena talking with quiet words and big hands, catching her up on the past couple days as they more or less scamper off together. As the camera fades out to black, the last thing we catch in this scene is Tuca's tail whipping around the corner. And for a moment, the black is omnipresent, giving us a small buffer before it slowly fades back in on a stone crest of the Arbiter's badge carved above the large doors of Photius Roth's office. Athena stands in front of the doors, glancing up at the badge. It's downward-facing tricrystal, reminding her of the stalactites that the spire itself is adjacent to, up towards the council chambers that connect to the ceiling. The carving is the only flare on these otherwise very spartan stone doors. Athena stands. Her hair is grown back out, fully frizzy, with streaks of gray, trying to look presentable. She rifled through her grandmother's closet while she was at their house, looking for what basically looks like diplomat robes. It's in tones of blacks, grays, whites, with some subtle blue hints laced through here and there. Soft boots come up to her calves, sensible, dark gray slacks, a hooded shoulder cloak, cowl-like by her neckline. And almost a tabard coming straight down the middle where her shoulder cloak does not cover. Athena has reappropriated one of her grandfather's half capes (laughs) trying to look the part of a peacemaker today. And she breathes in deep. And she knocks on the door.
0: There is a faint rumbling of,
1: come in. And she goes in and it's probably dark.
0: It's the same visibility it always is with the quite large orange wall of liquid quarry behind him, drifting red crystals and green bubbles floating through it from bottom to top, drifting all around. He appears to be writing something, looking down at his desk. He's seated, looks up and sees you and sets the implement down. Well, Sedaris... What a pleasant surprise.
1: Hi, Arbiter.
0: Come on in and shut the door.
1: Sure. She shuts her last exit off.
0: Arbiter Photius Roth, the six and a half foot tall, black Dillian Carnic, alligator-like in physique, large buff, many muscles.
1: So shredded.
0: Black scales, flecks of gold scattered throughout, deep red eyes with black pupils. He's wearing a similarly colored regulation uniform with his glowing red Arbiter badge on his chest. Watches you as you approach. Well, you look like you're ready for a night on the town.
1: Yeah, I'm about to head out to the debutante ball. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you know it?
0: (laughs) I hope your time off is serving you well. It's a well-earned break, of course. Thank you. We miss having you here. What brings you to my neck of the woods?
1: I was hoping that you would be able to give me some assistance, but I have to fill you in on a couple things first.
0: All right, I have the time. Why don't you, why don't you tell me what's going on? He looks genuinely pleasant, watching you patiently, hands folded on his desk.
1: Your brain's been meddled with. I think it was by Jax way back when, before he retired. It's been hard to know who to trust and how much to trust, but do you remember what happened the night Joel died? She says died and not retired.
0: He nerves his eyes slightly at the phrasing and says, died? Why don't you fill me in? Oh, I li- Pretend I don't know anything.
1: Do you know about Spectrum? By name? I think you'd have to if you know about Kumitama.
0: I've heard the word before.
1: Spectrum are Cory sentience. I've met a few. There are lots, lots more. Joel was a Spectrum. When you guys went on that expedition, he didn't come back quite the same, did he?
0: His eyes narrow a bit thoughtfully, but he doesn't respond.
1: Ditty.
0: I always chalked it up as a formative experience.
1: Joel was an envoy from a Spectrum collective who wanted complete symbiosis with organics. He was supposed to go and watch the city and learn. I think what he learned is that it shouldn't—it should be forced on people like that, like Lyraisha wanted. Lyresha disagreed, and uh, a whole group of people helped turn, turn him into a psychic bomb that they dropped. And you you were there. You were there. Jax was there. Rasmus was there. Silas was there. Takira was there. He dropped down the incinerator, went back home, and blew it sky high. Because they weren't going to take no for an answer. Because he thought it was the right thing to do, and he thought he was protecting people, and I think he did protect a lot of people. But the threat didn't—it didn't stop with Lyrisha, because there's uh, there's there there are more Spectrum. It shattered Lyresha to bits, but there are going to be bits resurfacing all the time. The red eyes in the city are all coming from the Shadow Man, who was part of the Collective. And these eyes are spreading around and the people are seen as dangerous and I know for a fact that we are we're we're just people because I have eyes too and I'm I'm being exceedingly candid right now um, because I think I can trust you because Joel trusted you and I think Joel was uh training me to be Proctor, um, but I think we both knew at a certain point I'm not very well suited for that, but maybe he was training me for this position instead. I'm coming to you on behalf of all the people like me. And I'm asking you for help. Because I can't do it all by myself.
0: As Athena continues speaking, Roth's face remains Mostly impassive, but there is a certain point where he begins to lean back in his large domba leather chair, surveys you from a more relaxed position. He has one clawed hand cupping his chin, picking a finger against his scales as he listens.
1: I hope it's a thoughtful finger and not a trigger finger.
0: All right. So there's beings of energy that are invading the city intentionally or not and you're one of them and you're here speaking to me on behalf of them. Is that about right? Um,
1: sort of. I'm, I'm just me. I'm, I'm me but as, as you've always known me. I just got a little bit extra now. By myself, I'm a, a purple gal, <laughs> but that could change over time, apparently.
0: Would you be so kind as to give me a demonstration?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. And I guess I'll, I'll shall I roll spirit. Yes, yeah. If you're
0: trying to evoke that.
1: Seven. Oh, yeah. that was a one I on saw that one. one. I was, I was like, like, oh no, it was close. That would have been very dramatic, huh? She tries to be like Vi. We got it. We got to just do this one real nice and easy breezy. And I hope Vi is like thumbs up. I would love to, but I always imagine it looks like plasma, goopy. Lava lamp, almost, in the way it goes over. Magma-y, but... Basically what I am yeah. too, so... Viscous, but not because it's light. And she's sitting down in a very Athena-like posture. Hmm. Yeah.
0: He pushes himself to his feet, walks over towards the orange glass window... And you can see the orange light reflecting off his scales as he looks into the bubbly crystal liquid mass. What exactly are you asking me for help with you?
1: The Alloy's been killing people like me for some time now. It was a standing order. I need to go negotiate for our right to live, uh, which I, I didn't think I'd have to do at any point people should just be able to live. Um, but I think the Alloy's messed up, too. They're down a member.
0: The Alloy has been killing citizens like you that have this what did you call it? Prisme. Prisme.
1: Well, I guess I'm a Prismay. It's, it's a t- term that I'm just leaning into.
0: And years ago we, you say, my memory has been altered by presumably mm-hmm. Jex Daveth.
1: That's my guess.
0: And that we used Joel's shin to strike back at them?
1: I think it was Joel's idea. I see. That lines up with something he'd do, as far as I knew him.
0: Lyresha, you said, was split?
1: Yeah. He went to negotiate first, and it just went... It just went bad. They didn't want to hear it, so...
0: And now there's this shadow man, and what else... How many of these threats we got out there? How many that we really need to worry about?
1: Right I mean, now, I'm only aware of Shadow Man.
0: I mean, we saw what happened with Eve last month. How many others are there that are going to be major issues that you can think of off the top of your head? Is this an exponential problem? Becomes worse with time? or It'll
1: become worse over time if they're continually hunted and don't understand what they are. And I want to try and help with that. I want to... I I want to start finding people and having the ability to inform them so they can live better and easier. Does that make sense? Sure.
0: You want to look out for the little guy. Sounds like the little guy might be getting bigger, though.
1: Well, if we leave Shadow Man unchecked, it's going to be a bigger issue.
0: I can't in good conscience agree with the Alloy killing citizens. That falls under my purview.
1: And that's the reason I came to talk to you about
0: it. I appreciate that you did. The Arrow have always been welcome in our city. Even afforded a great level of autonomy and certain immunities to self-regulate so that we don't have friction. But uh, I don't know that that can be endured if they're going to be Lashing out in such a way—that crosses a few lines in my book.
1: I don't think the—I the, don't think the alloy would be doing this if they had all their parts. They lost their spectrum relations, and they're acting in self-defense.
0: Spectrum relations?
1: I think Alaricorp has her and has been distilling her into bits, and uh, I got one of them. <laughs>
0: This is the first time where it sounds like you've like truly caught him by surprise because he turns around and his eyes flash a little bit. Not actual light, but you know. <laughs> right. Figuratively. Damn,
1: that would be spooky. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, cool. what do you mean?
1: I've been tracking down a lady, Suzette Olivier.
0: I know the name.
1: She is involved in this chain. as She's been handing out bits of Dakira I don't I don't know if Dakira is willingly giving parts of her own soul out. I don't even know how you'd start to do that. But I don't think I'm going to know more before I go topside and go find them.
0: Interesting. So potential security risks from within the city itself. What's your plan? What's your next step?
1: I want to go to the Alloy, and I'm going to try and negotiate for a joint task force between existing Prisme and Arrow to find these people and verify that they're not threats and take care of volatile individuals while letting others live their lives. Hmm. Just like even with your average linked, you're going to have fluctuating power levels. It's the same with a, with a prisme. A.
0: Life is strange in many ways.
1: I know a guy who just makes plants. He'd be amazing in the vertical farms. Not everything is a volatile ability. Mm. Mine helps me focus more of what I could already do. I can just lift a little bit more metal sometimes. It's, it's a partnership I'd like to see grow, but she's a person too. I, she just doesn't have our body, so I kind of rented out some of mine. It's not like I was using all my brain anyway. Hmm.
0: Sorry. What do you need from me? What are you asking for? I appreciate that you came to speak with me and your honesty in film me in on all this. Oh, there's a little bit more. I'm
1: listening. You found out about my status when we were in the tunnels. It's not where I would have preferred to have it happen, but Zev dropped it by strong-armed Silas into making you forget about that, and he was too weak to argue the fact. So, I don't know what you'd like to do with me, but I—I I just ask that you let me finish this negotiation with the Alloy first. You did try to kill me, so I definitely understand uh, the Alloy's acting in self-defense. There are just a lot of people counting on me and only me, and I have I have to help them, and I, I think you understand that. And I have done a lot of really bad shit. Wow, I thought there'd be more of that statement. No, it was just a lot of really bad shit. I think I have been helping people, though.
0: Roth straightens up as you fess up about this. Just so I understand it. When we were in the tunnels, this information was revealed to me. I attacked you, and then you strong-armed Silas into making me forget about it. Yeah. Why tell me now? Because I think you deserve to know. Maybe because you need my help?
1: If I needed your help, I don't think I had to tell you any of that. I have been so... Tangled up in webs of lies and mistrust for the past seven years. Because I thought I saw, you know, a murder. I thought I saw Jax kill Joel. And it turns out that's not even what happened. Joel dropped because that's what he believed was the right thing to do. And I'm telling you all this now because I, I believe that you should know. You should know.
0: He nods to you.
1: Especially if the alloy just kills me <laughs> when I'm there.
0: Are you sure that's what Joe wanted? You said it was Jack heaven. Are you sure he didn't make him do it? He didn't put the idea in his head, convince him it was for the best?
1: Evidence mounts in the opposite direction. And I'm with you, because that's what I assumed for a really long time. But I definitively believe that that's what Joel wanted. Because Joel was the only one that could make that play.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, I appreciate the honesty in the candle. While we're being honest, is there anything else that I need to know about or that you're keeping from me that could be of severe importance?
1: Yep. This one's not as bad, though
0: see and he waits assuming that you're going to tell him he waits for you to tell him
1: my grandpa briefly goobered up your brain which I think you know you might have suspected because you don't like him that much and lord knows who does (laughs) there's a spectrum in our minds she is the heart of the city You found her, you weren't too happy about it. You were less happy when you found out that Alaricorp was the reason that the mine collapsed. It was a hit job. The reason that the mine's been so fucked up and my grandpa's been so goddamn cagey and been voting against the city's interests is because Alaricorp managed to lure Kumatama to our city borders and hook it into our crystal effectively kneecapping one of our biggest power players. That's the last thing. I don't think there's anything else. Do You remember her?
0: I remember that name. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. What happened? Uh, This is a very halting... You can tell that something's spinning in his head now. Ooh, I found them. I found them in the minds, and we had a, a disagreement. And then they did just what you said. They removed it from my mind and sent me on my way.
1: Do you remember what the disagreement was?
0: keeping secrets city's direction forcing us to act without all the information
1: I'm a veritable information magnet clearly just keeps finding me
0: Azalea have you met her spoken with her yeah I'm sorry
1: no it's fine
0: that must have been hard for you
1: Uh, Arbiter, a lot of things are hard. It doesn't mean they don't need to be seen or done, you know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just... I'm I'm, um, I'm on a limb here. I don't want to be a keeper of secrets, but I know I have to be for the majority of my life. But I think you need to know this stuff to help protect our city better and understand where these threats are coming from. That's why the Cassians have been dying so much. It's why... There's been so much bureaucracy on this back-end that's been gumming up all the efforts to do anything else. But I think I can help.
0: I agree with you. I can't very well keep our city safe if I don't know what's going on. Everyone thinks they know best. Everyone likes to play their cards close to their chest. And why not? It's the smart move if you think you know best.
1: See, that's where I come in. I never think I know best. I'm just doing what I can with what I got. I just hope it's enough.
0: You're a patriot, Sedaris. You care about this city, I know that. More than your granddaddy does at any rate. At least in a wider capacity. (sighs) Alright, there's a lot to be done. You came here with a purpose. What's your next step?
1: I'm going to go to the Alloy, because I'm just in a very particular position to maybe help. I mean, I've got no shortage of enemies, but I don't want the Alloy to be one of them. The Arrow are citizens as much as anybody else. We need to get Kira
0: back. So after all that, you think Joe Shin was wrong. It's from the sound of it, you're doing the opposite of what he wanted.
1: He didn't want people to not have a choice about it. Lyrisha wanted full symbiosis. Every organic life. I think Joel wanted people to have a choice about it. And I got mine kind of by accident, so I can understand the precarious position that it would put other people in, but mine also isn't part of a fucking hive mind like Lyrisha was, you know?
0: I can only imagine. You've certainly given me a lot to think about. Thank you for being honest.
1: Lizeth vouches for me, for whatever that's worth.
0: She knows about all this as well?
1: Yeah, I was trying to pick somebody's brain, and it just kind of tumbled out when we went to go talk.
0: And was that a recent conversation?
1: Ah, uh, pretty recent.
0: And uh, where does Silas fit into all this now?
1: I trust Silas. As much as you can trust a spy master. People are always going to have their own agendas, but I think... I think Silas got fucked over in this real hard.
0: No. Tell me more.
1: I mean, he was Jex's boy, right? He was the dude. And I think living up to expectations puts you in precarious spots.
0: I don't trust psionics, Sedaris.
1: Yeah, you know...
0: Yeah. Taps his headplate. She taps her circlet. Fat lot of good this, did. I appreciate the opportunity to think about this in a less dire environment. In the event of your uh, scorched earth honesty, let's delay any further conversations about what you and Silas may have done. In the interim, given that it seems somewhat time-sensitive... Are you asking for anything from me?
1: Citizens are dying. Arrow are citizens too. But we can't have this faction infighting when this is not the problem, Roth.
0: And what would you like me to do?
1: Uh, You're a big guy, throw some weight. Maybe a more metaphorical
0: kind then. Gives you uh, a toothy smile at that. I can speak with some measure of authority, though it's not absolute. But I am the Arbiter, and I will not have a subfaction within our city murdering our own citizens when they might be needing help. I have to wonder if things might have been different if Zeeve had assistance.
1: Some people are going to adapt well, but that's not the case for everybody. And if they need help, we should be in a position where we're able to give it and know more and learn more. I'm just willing to head it up because I have some diplomatic experience at this point just from living the life I have, and they need somebody who can fight for them. And I'm nothing if not tenacious.
0: Rather than a granular social challenge, I would like you to make me your best persuade role, the best possible persuade role you can. I'm not going to give you any modifiers. I just want to see how many successes and raises you can get here.
1: Okay, I would like to add conviction. Okay. 13. Not bad. It's not bad. I'm going to Benny it though. Mm-hmm. A nine. I'm going to Benny that again. Oh, I blew up one. So that's a 17. Oh, what's so 17 plus six? 23. Thank God for you, Pickle.
0: <laughs> you blew up again?
1: Pickle, I blew it up again. Keep going. 29. A-
0: 29. I'm watching this happen in real time.
1: Ooh, okay, that's a five.
0: So 34.
1: 34. Does wow. Athena.
0: Let's roll the resistance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I just rolled some dice for the fun of it and got a 19. <laughs> but... uh <laughs> all righty. Okay. All right, all right.
1: Athena says, after a hefty chunk of silence while they're both just thinking, all of our city's parts have been divided for a long time. Whether it's through espionage or just regular everyday division, we have so many insular sects that are just hoarding information and we can't live like that and expect to survive. We need to pool all of our resources into one thing. Otherwise, we're going to get crushed by tunnel monsters and troopers from the surface. Like, if we continue as we are, we're, we're not going to survive. And I want us to survive, and I want us to thrive. And I know that rhymes by accident, but I didn't mean it to. It kind of undercuts my stuff.
0: Roth is still standing, and he's been pacing back and forth, his heavy alligator tail dragging and slithering on the floor behind him. But he's currently leaning against the orange window. When the word survival comes up, he smiles and looks back to you. Survival, that is ultimately what all life is about living to see another day, being better than the things that want to drag you down. Using what you have, all your advantages, to push yourself forward, to get stronger. To protect what you have. We are stronger together, and we've been living in this shadow for too long. I think that's one of the reasons I like you, Sedaris. You got that instinct. Probably one of
1: the kindest ways you could have put that.
0: When it all comes down to it, Sedaris, I'm not concerned with kindness. I'm concerned with people who can get the job done. That's why Silas is still here. He may be a bastard, but he's efficient.
1: Is that why you kept Jax around?
0: His eye crinkles again. Something like that.
1: Athena quirks an eyebrow and her chin a little bit at the same
0: time. I care about this city and this city's survival. So while I might not like some of its players, if I believe the benefit is for all of us, I'm willing to let... Certain things slide.
1: Everybody's got a nugget of fight or flight, but I think when it comes down to it, he'll be a fighter.
0: There's fighting and there's planning and there's being smart. To survive, you gotta be a predator. You gotta keep your eyes open. Strike when you see the opportunity. Lay in wait when it doesn't present itself, but when you have the opportunity to grow. You took that chance. You left. You made something out of nothing. You went to the surface without anything. And you built yourself a little empire full of hunters. I respect that. And now you come back to us. Rejoin the fold.
1: I never wanted to leave in the first place. I know. It did give me perspective, though.
0: But it was about survival, right? you left to survive to fight another day i did and at the end of the day that's what it's all about outlasting your opponents finding their weaknesses exploiting them using them pulling the wool over their eyes
1: i know i'm not uh, exactly trusted by a despite what you might see in the paper but i do think i'm well poised to take some action in that regard when the time comes.
0: I'm inclined to agree. Now you have spent much time in the tunnels, but there's a lot you can learn from the creatures down there. They're quick, they lie in wait, snatch you up. The same goes for social settings. You can be a wolf in sheep's clothing. How many people know the real you, Sedaris. They see the you on the screens, the one they're told about, the one smiling and waving. How many people really know who you are? What you can do?
1: Just me. When it comes down to it.
0: When it comes down to it, the only one you can really count on is yourself. It's nice when we can lean on one another. But personal survival, there's only one answer to that. At any rate. The Alloy... The alloy. When are you going to speak with him?
1: A couple hours from now. I'm just trying to round out my day.
0: Sidaris, how many more Prisme are there that you know of?
1: That I know of? That's the thing, Roth. I know of dozens.
0: His eyes widen a little bit unexpectedly at that. Dozens? Where are they in the city here?
1: Roth, they're everywhere. They're spreading. We're spreading because Shadow Man keeps spreading. So we need to stem that flow because the ones that he's still got his fingers in their souls, they're not completely autonomous till he's in the ground. Not that you can put a guy made of light in the ground. It's very vexing, Roth.
0: One step at a time. Do we have any mutual acquaintances that share this particular attribute that I should be aware of? Yes,
1: but I don't think that's my place to divulge.
0: He turns to look at you with slightly narrowed eyes. All right, let's leave that for now, too. Should we get going?
1: Might as well.
0: You hear a noise like splitting rock. And he starts to walk around the table and you can see that he's just clenching and unclenching his fists.
1: It, does the noise sound like it's coming from his hands?
0: He's cracking his knuckles.
1: Oh my god. She makes little pops
0: as she cracks her own knuckles in solidarity.
1: <laughs> Not as impressive.
0: Only matters if it gets the job done. Sedaris, all this notwithstanding, I think there's a few facts that remain on the table that we need to address. You've been on leave of absence now for about a month, which is fine in and of itself. However, you're clearly preoccupied with this new passion, position, extracurricular machinations, let's say, Not to say your pursuits and intentions ain't worthy or valid. However, I don't know that in good conscience I can permit you to remain on as a proper member of regulation, wielding the same power and authority as you have, with the expectation that you will prioritize our standard citizens and their safety before the needs of you and your fellows. I understand. He nods at that, solemn, no fanfare. I thought as much. Now, let's see how this situation plays out, but if you're going to be rolling around the city looking for these folks trying to scoop them up, then there's still collaboration to be had and certain expectations that I'm going to have for you. Am I clear? Yes, Arbiter. Good. Effective now, I would politely ask you to return your badge and we can proceed and see where we end up.
1: Athena starts rifling around in her robes for the badge that she always has on her. I mean, she always has it. It's a habit. Her fingers, I think she lingers on it for a second and has a quick flash of Joel's expression when she passed training and he was so excited and she was so excited and everything just kind of fell apart.
0: Roth notices your, perhaps, bittersweet expression as you hand it over. Do you you hand it to him directly or do you put it on the desk?
1: Um, I think she hands it to him.
0: He holds out a much larger hand and takes the comparatively smaller badge, rotates it. It rasps with a small tink against his scales and he plucks at it with his claws thoughtfully. The essence of being a regulator and... Self-sacrifice is putting aside what you want, the things that might make you happier for the greater good. I think there's patience and opportunity and not being so attached to things that we prevent ourselves from seeing the new possibilities, or tying our identity up in one single thing when all that can change in a moment. That's a hard-learned lesson. He smiles at you as he holds the badge up and completely crushes it in his fist. Like wholesale, just smashes the whole thing inward, and there's a small implosion and a crackle of energy in the air, a few tiny bolts shooting between the clenched knuckles of his fist. He crushes it in his fingers. As you hear the tinkling crystal rubbing against itself within his clenched, scaly fist, he inclines his head to you and says... You know what they say, nothing worth doing was ever easy.
1: Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the outro. This is the final episode before the season three finale. It's coming at you next Wednesday. Music is by Crockett and Wave Shaper as always, but maybe with a little bit of me da- dashed in here and there. Crockett you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.Bandcamp.com. WaveShaper you can find at Waveshaper underscore SWE on Twitter and Waveshaper1.Bandcamp.com. Myself you can find at UCTheHat.Bandcamp.com. Patrons, we love to thank them. Some patrons in particular. Patrons like Michael, Chase, Valentine, and Ezra. Your support touches our hearts and souls. Helps us make more stories for you guys. Patrons also to be thanked today, Caleb Sunstead, Jackie, Davriel, Zach, Ben Hatton, and Paxton. Thank you all for the continued support. It means the world, and it means we can keep making beautiful audio content for you. Absolute Zero, new episodes dropping on the Patreon feed, the Sunday after the Neon Heat season finale. So keep an eye out for that. It's the start of season two and goddamn, is shit getting spicy in Olera. We have had uh, quite an influx of downloads um, and I'm not quite sure where you all are coming from once you eventually get here, if you stick with it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. This has been a long season. It's been a year but I'm actually recording this on the third anniversary of our show it's pretty bonkers we've been making we've been making stories for you for three years and that's like if you've been here the whole three years that's amazing if you just started listening recently thank you for being here thank you to the creators of Savage Worlds the Pinnacle Entertainment Group you can find them and their products online at peginc.com the shop has been updated. We have regulator badges. We have inquisitor badges. We have pacifier badges. And we have the big man himself, Arbiter Roth's badge. You can check them out in our shop at rpg 4 You can find us on Twitter at rpg4youandme. You can find myself on Twitter at UCTheHat. And uh, thank you to our social media manager, Jackie Betts, who you can find on their personal account at GoodShipSarcasm. And over the next two weeks, we are diving into our two-part finale. And I'm just going to try not to bite my fingernails too much till then.